Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Focus. This is your host, DJ Act One, coming to you live from my studio. And I would like to thank you all for tuning in today and this morning and this afternoon, this evening, and this night. I would like to thank you all for tuning in. I'm finally trying to weigh in on this whole entire drama with, you know, this whole thing that's been going on. Because here lately, there has been this whole talk that, like, like homosexuality has always been a thing, even in Bible times. Just a, just a fact. But there's been so much going on that now it's become even worse. And even more lifted up and even more known and even more praised, even by Christians. And that's what I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to talk about why a lot of the things I've been seeing in in the public uh, social media online isn't quite correct. Why it doesn't quite go with the Bible and why I believe that uh, it is wrong. Why this whole marriage uh, stuff should not be allowed in my opinion, but there's also a thing that does give them the right to do whatever they want, and um, we'll talk about that as well. So I do have a song for you. I have two songs this episode. The first song, and they're both by the same band, which is no longer actually a band, but it's by a guy that I know, uh, somewhat know, and um, he just recently got signed to a record deal, and he will have a new CD coming out in the future. But for now, this is Who You Are by Second Perception here on the podcast. There's something on your mind and everyone can see. The thing you kept inside that led you to believe. This is too far gone for Love came to die for you so you could finally come to see who you are in his stars. And no matter where you are, when you feel far from his heart, just look up to the stars when all your world seems golden, gone away. Cause promise still remains is who you are is in his scars.
and that was Who You Are by Second Perception, a band that in the near future will be known as Joel Jackson, and you should be checking them out. I will have links to their Facebook page and YouTube channel, so you can go check out all their music, not just the two songs that I'll be playing this morning. They are quite an awesome band. The guys are genuinely um, in love with Christ, and their music is very strong, and their sound is great. So that's awesome. And on this morning's show, get back into the show here, I'm talking about um, this whole marriage equality, marriage drama, uh, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of that going around these days. And basically what's going on is people are saying, okay, anybody, doesn't matter if you are Man, man, woman, woman can get married and it's okay. But that also poses other problems, such as now a man just married a baby alligator. Yeah, you heard me right. A man married a baby alligator. And if he's marrying an alligator, you know, then other people now are also pushing for, like there's some family in Minnesota that's trying to get multiple marriage licenses so one guy can be married to multiple women. Because, oh, that's right, that's okay, that's fine, that's that's dandy, that's, you know, that's whatever they think. They think they deserve this right, and they think that it's okay, and whatever the case may be. I mean, just think that just, you know, to me, makes no sense really when you think about it, right? It just makes no sense. So, because they're like, oh, well, you know, but that's not really what marriage is. See, marriage has always been the union of a man and woman for the purpose of building a family. Not just getting married. Usually in life it's because a man and a man, okay, say a man and a man gets married. Okay, they're married, whatever. Like if everybody was, oh, uh, gender equality this and uh, marriage equality that, everybody would be together Man and man, woman and woman. No one could ever have kids. So then the world would eventually dwindle. Everybody would die and that would be it. Regardless, you know, there's always going to be people that aren't for that. So we don't have to worry about that. But that's, you know, one big one big thing here. One big thing to think about uh, is that without the biblical sense and the actual definition of marriage, which is a man and a, a woman coming together and becoming one with the purpose of starting a family or the purpose of being a family, without that, things kind of dwindle and, and um, fall. So, And the reason they dwindle and fall is because you have things going on such as man tra- marrying an alligator. And actually, there's a lot of uh, those pedophiles out there, those people that are in love with children, who are probably going to end up marrying lots of children, or marrying children, marrying a child, female, marrying a, you know, a child, you know, a kid, a male kid. There's nothing really to stop that. If, oh, well, this is equality for, for these people to love, and 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 the whole idea here is that love is love, right? That's what they say. That's what the the homosexual community says love is love. Well, if love is love, that says to me that, oh, well, if a kid's in love with a, you know, like a 12-year-old, 13, 14, 15-year-old kid is in love with a 42-year-old uh, woman, 
Who's to say they can't get married because love is love and that's marriage equality. Or whatever the case may be. So, but we're going to look now at some biblical stuff here. Now, everybody that goes into this whole thing says just a couple things. First, they say, oh, well, everything that talks about homosexuality is in the Old Testament, and therefore we can't, we can't uh, allow you any, any arguments there because, oh, it's the Old Testament. And the Old Testament verse that actually does mention this is in Levit. There's two of them. One's in Leviticus. It says, you, not, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. That is Leviticus 18.22. Another one says, the two angels came to Sodom in the evening. And Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he arose to meet them and bowed himself with his face to the to the earth and said, my, my lords, please turn aside to your servant's house and spend the night. They're trying to say here that this is, because uh, uh, this is a, uh, a verse that, that supposedly talks about it and acting like it's a sin, saying, you know, come, come, you know, I don't get this one exactly. But with Leviticus, dude, it's like straight there. But everybody says, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. So that's saying, and this is the ESV version, but it's saying that it's a, basically God says it's an abomination to commit homosexuality. And that kind of goes man as a human um, man as in man can be seen different ways but people say oh well it's the Old Testament and when Jesus died on the cross that got rid of all that well I beg to differ very much so and you can you know and here's here now we're going to get into some other verses I've got another verse here Matthew let's see yeah first we're gonna we're gonna jump here to first Corinthians because I'm gonna hit up I'm gonna hit all these um very like obvious verses, like ones that you should expect to see this kind of thing on, uh, ones that really talks about homosexuality. And this is New Testament, mind you, and people say that the New Testament does not actually make a difference, doesn't matter, doesn't care, um, and that it never mentions homosexuality. And it all depends on the version you read. I'm reading the New King James Version here, and it's also in the King James Version and every other version because this is what it says. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites. And it says homosexuals. Um, people don't want to believe that it's in there. Um, I, I heard an interesting uh, a little thing that was being passed around the Internet this week. And it said, don't, you know, it's not a bag of Skittles. The Bible is not a bag of Skittles. The Bible is not, um, you know, you can insert your favorite, like, candy, your favorite multi, whatever there. And um, you can insult, like, like say, oh, um, M&M's. Everybody has their favorite color M&M, even though they all taste the same, whatever. Well, this is not a bag of M&M's. This is not a bag of Skittles. This is not... A bag of Starburst, you know. The Bible is to be taken as a whole. And I'm giving you New and Old Testament references so that you can actually, you know, get there. Um, so you can understand this. Because uh, there's 
like I'm friends with homosexuals, people that are either female, female, and I have male, male homosexuals in my friends list on Facebook and people that I know that are homosexuals. And a lot of the and and this comes from a lot of people who are straight too, but want to say, oh well, um, people deserve love and they should be able to do this and that. And I'm like, why can't they take? Why why does it have to be called marriage? Why can't you know they were given civil? I've I've watched some videos where people discuss this stuff, and one guy says that you know they were given civil un, civil union. We gave them civil unions. They were given this. They were given that. All the people who are into homosexuality were given civil unions, and that wasn't good enough. And they were given this and given that, and they want to be equal to people who are different than them. And also, another point that I want to make is that uh, homosexuals, as opposed to straight people, go around you know saying how big and you know how cool and how big and bad it is to be homosexual. Like, oh, I'm you know like gay pride and homosexual pride, whatever you know whatever it is. And actually, they want to say gay pride and they want to steal the rainbow from Christians. Because the rainbow was actually the promise from God that he would never flood the earth again. But they want to take it and make it their little pride symbol, and it's not pride. It has nothing to do with pride. It has to do with God saying, I promise I'm never going to do this again. I'm never going to flood the earth again. And so what it boils down to is they want to pick and choose things from Christianity. And it bugs me because there are a lot of Christians that say this is okay, but the Bible clearly speaks against it. Another verse says uh, Romans 1, 26 and 27. This is the New King James Version. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the, the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving themselves penalty of their error which was due. That says homosexuality all over it. Basically, women are going with women. Women are going with women. Men are going with men. That's homosexuality. That's another verse that is in the New Testament. That was written by Paul in the New Testament, and that is, you know, something that, again, nailing the, the homosexual coffin there as to kind of end this whole drama of this thing. There's a few other verses, but there's a couple. Now, there's one thing I really want to talk about. Um, it's because you think, okay, so, you know, but these are just, you know, these just say this and that and the other. But another thing that was said, and I'll read the King James Version for this verse. This is Matthew 19.5. And every time, now, almost every time there's a wedding I've I've been to, whether I am a photographer photographing the wedding or just a friend of the family or something or in the or in the wedding. This is one of the verses that I hear a lot. I've been to, you know, quite a few weddings. And the King James Version says, And said, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and the twain shall be one flesh. And the New International Version says, And said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Now, if man, in, in Matthew 19.5, if man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife 
and the twain shall be one flesh. Now, how in a homosexual society people are believing that man and man, woman, or man and man, woman and woman are okay, how can man leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife if they are, um, yeah. So, and another point I'm going to make is that people say, well, oh, well, there could be a man and another man, but that other man is the woman. But I saw this interesting thing just the other day, yesterday, and it said, so, if I go hunting, this is a country guy, says, if I go hunting and I kill a buck, but I've only got a ticket for a doe, can I legally pass off this buck as a doe because, you know, this doe is just kind of, this buck is feeling like a female and like he was born in the wrong body and given all the parts of a male male deer when he's actually, you know, feels like he's a doe. How would the, you know, what what would happen to me if I tried to pass off this buck as a doe? What would the game warden do? And that, that made me think even more that, dude, it doesn't matter what, you know, it doesn't matter what you think you are. It doesn't matter kind of what goes on if you have this instance of, oh, well, this animal, you know, thinks because no matter what, you can't have two males together, two females together, and have a, a real family. There are things a mother can teach a kid that a father can't, and things a father can teach a kid that a mother can't. I've listed First Corinthians six nine, and I've listed uh, Romans one twenty six through twenty seven. And Matthew 19.5, as well as Leviticus 18.22. Check those Bible verses out for yourself. Don't just take my word for it, but actually go in and read, um, read the Bible and see what it has to say. Because if you're like not going to read the Bible and you're not going to go in there and actually find out what it says, but you still want to say that homosexuality has been abolished by Christ, it's still mentioned, it's there. It's pertinent, and there are other verses that will actually speak of this, and they don't necessarily say homosexuality, but you can get the point that, oh, this isn't going to happen. This can't happen if if this is going on. I have another song this morning that um, I want to play for you all this morning. Uh, we'll get to that. It is a second perception song, and... Like I've stated, you know, good a good biblical case here, I think, in my opinion. I've got several Bible verses from the New and Old Testament, and I want to just reiterate this. Like, there are still celebrities out there with this whole Caitlyn Jenner, Brian Jenner, whatever his name, her name was, I don't even remember. Uh, but there's this whole deal with, like, if you were to take, like, just because somebody looks like a female... Most of the time, they're still going to have the male parts. They're still going to, you know, there's you can't make a male into a female. It doesn't work that way. You're born something, that's what you are. Because then tons of other people could say, well, 
I'm a I'm a moose because I feel like I'm a moose and or I'm a snowman. I was born a human but I'm supposed to be a snowman. Or I was born this or that or the other. I mean you could come up with all but but like those types of things lead into homosexuality and lead into these other things that I just believe is wrong and the church as a whole should be standing up against this. They should not be um like I hear all the time from Christians since like supposed Christians that go to church all the time saying, Oh well it's okay, it's acceptable. We accept this because everybody needs love and everybody needs this and everybody needs that. But why are Christians going like directly against what God says and directly against what the Bible says? You know, it's um, really frustrating to me that um, – and another thing I'll point out that I've just – I've kind of got this web page here that just kind of answers some things, some questions people do have – and a lot of people say, "Oh, well, who, you know, who 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 gave you the choice to say that um that one sin is greater than the other? Or who gave you the choice to to say who's sinning and who's not?" And I think when Christians say that homosexuality is a sin, they're not saying, "Oh, it's a greater sin than my sin." Because let me tell you, me personally, I sin every day all the time, constantly nonstop. Sometimes I do things and, and in the, as a human, we say that, oh, this sin is worse and that sin is worse. But if you read the Bible, all sin is the same. There's not one sin anywhere in the Bible that is worse than any other sin. But however, there are sins that God will not forgive, such as a true hatred for him. But as soon as you do not, you know, but if you have a true hatred for God and you turn from that sin and you no longer truly hate him, I believe that he would forgive you of your sin because you no longer truly hate him. Things like that happen all the time and people don't understand that, you know, like most situations in life, just about everything you can think of and anything is in the Bible. You just have to pick it up and read it and decide for yourself, you know, am I a Christian? What do I believe? And if I'm a saved Christian with a relationship with Jesus Christ, why why are my beliefs different than what Jesus said in the Bible? Why do I believe the Bible only on some things and not uh, others? Why do I say that, um, you know, you can do this and you can do that? Why do I think in the Old Testament that the Ten Commandments are okay, but that homosexuality is not, which it isn't? Why do I think, oh, homosexuality is perfectly fine, but I'm also going to say that the Ten Commandments are fine, even though they're in the Old Testament and not mentioned so much in the New Testament, but they are there. Just think about that. Think about that. All right. Now, without further ado, I bring to you Second Perception and their song, Jesus, here on The Focus. Thank you. 
And I ask that you all go check them out, and the link will be in the description of this episode after the show. I will give you both their Facebook and their YouTube. And on one final note, I just want to reiterate everything I've said. Make sure you check out Romans 1, 6 through 27, Corinthians 6, 9, and Matthew 19, 5. I've made some points. There will be, in the, there will be links to these verses where you can check them out in their entirety. Um, you can read what's before and after if you choose as well. Those will be there. Um, I just want to say that I, I find it funny say hate goes, oh, like you can't be against a homosexual, but they can be against us. Don't get it. But anyways, thank you all for tuning in and listening, and always remember, keep your focus on Christ, and he'll never steer you wrong.